You had to love Grandpa Johnson, and I think everyone did. His aim, his name was Adolf. His family migrated from Sweden, but everybody called him Jimmy, including my grandma. And I kind of understood the transition from Richard to Dick and a couple of other ones, but I never knew how Adolf became Jimmy. But that's what people called him. Anyway, Grandpa was amazing, and everyone that met him loved him. Grandpa could make friends with everyone. We'd go downtown to go to Temple Square and go to one of the paid parking lots. And before we knew it, Grandpa had a spot right up front. Because in a matter of minutes, he'd made best friends with a parking lot attendant. He probably knew his grandfather, grandson, or someone in his family. But that was something about Grandpa. He could talk to anyone and tell a story and make anyone happy. Grandpa always made me happy. Especially at Christmas. Grandpa always decorated everything and anything. Anything that had a place for an ornament he'd have up there. Elf on a shelf, what they called today. But back then, they were just simple little elves. No elves, and he'd get up on his roof. I don't know how he did it back in those days, because we're talking 1940s, 50s, and 60s. They had get up there, and they didn't have the fasty plastic ornaments yet that would go with on, on your yard. No, he'd order his from the Sears catalog. And then he'd have to go out to his shop and cut out the wood. And then glue the ornaments, whether it was the snowman family or the carolers or sand and his reindeer. But he'd get up there on the roof and he'd carry it and he'd put them up there. And he had that bells of hay to keep them from blowing down. I don't know how Grandpa didn't blow down up there on the cold flats of Riverton, Utah. Grandpa's house was always decorated. He loved Christmas. We kind of laughed the year that he went down to Riverton Drug as they had a sale. He really liked this ornament, so he bought more than one. We kind of teased him because he didn't see on the back of it that it said, uh, to my favorite teacher. <laughs> but anyway, I realized one year that um, I wanted to order a flower. A, what do you call them? Floral arrangement for Grandma and Grandpa. And I didn't have any money, but Mom backed me up, and I can't think of whether it was Brown's Floral or who it was back in those days. But I called one of the major nurseries in Salt Lake because I wanted it to be nice. Well, they delivered it, and Grandpa loved it. And as the season passed and the flowers died, Grandpa really loved it and didn't want to part with it. So he went to Ernst. That was another one of those, uh, it was like a hardware store, and I don't think Ernst has been around for 20 to 30 years. But it was kind of funny, because Grandpa really didn't care what kind of flower it was. He was matching them by color. So the white uh, carnations became white daisies. The roses might have been carnations, or who knows what Grandpa had found. He didn't replace that green uh, foam that's, that's really fragile and falls apart after you don't water it after a couple days. 
My grandpa loved that flower arrangement so much that he kept it going year after year. And after the season left, he'd take one of those uh, laundry bags. You know, the ones that they'd put over your clothes when you got your shirts. Not the heavy ones like suits came in, but kind of the lightweight plastic. And he'd take it down and he'd put it on top of this locker he had in the corner of a spare room. And, and then every year it'd come out and he'd put the candle on it. And over the years, long after Grandma and Grandpa had passed, I'd get that arrangement out, and each year more parts of that uh, green foam would fall apart, and more flowers would fall. But I remember how long it had been since I had sent that arrangement to Grandpa and to Grandma, and how blessed we were to have them in our lives. You see, they lived right next door. So we'd go through the orchard full of fruit, or in the winter it was barren, but we didn't go out on the road. For sure, Grandma thought we'd get run over even though only one car had passed an hour. So we'd always go through the orchard that had a well-worn path to Grandma and Grandpa's house. So to show them respect, one of our traditions on Christmas morning you got to go down to where the presents were, wherever the tree was that year. Usually downstairs once the basement was finished and it was no longer the concrete floors. Grandpa would go first. He was born just a few months before Grandma. She'd go and then they'd go in order. I was second to last because Darren was younger than I was. And then we'd open up our presents. Grandpa knew I loved him, and my family knew I loved Grandpa. On those cold winter days, Grandpa would be out there in his hat and his big coat. He'd pull out his big red tractor that was supposed to plow the fields, and instead he'd plow our driveways and clear them from the snow. So that year was special. I think I might have been seven. It wasn't a red tractor. It was actually orange. But I got a tractor like Grandpa. No one was like Grandpa. Merry Christmas, Grandpa. And Grandma. Happy Noel. Merry Christmas. And in the words of Tiny Tim, God bless us everyone.